0: All right, dads, I have an awesome guest with me today. He started the legendary boy band InSync. Chris Kirkpatrick joins me on the podcast. Chris is one of the founding members of the group that would go on to sell between 50 and 70 million records, becoming one of the best-selling boy bands in history. NSYNC was nominated for eight Grammy Awards. They won three American Music Awards, five Billboard Music Awards, and seven MTV Video Music Awards. Their singles, such as Bye, Bye, Bye and It's Gonna Be Me, and several others, were international chart toppers. They have toured all across the globe and performed at the World Series, the Super Bowl, and the Olympics. More recently, Chris Kirkpatrick has provided the voices for a number of kids shows including the fairly odd parents he is now a proud father it's an honor to have him with me on the podcast today chris kirkpatrick will be here with me in just a few minutes so please stick around for the interview and today's interview with chris kirkpatrick was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my youtube channel so if you would like to watch the interview between myself and the InSync star please subscribe to my youtube channel first class fatherhood the link is in the description of today's podcast episode And if you do enjoy today's interview and would like to listen to other legendary boy band pop star fathers, please go back through the archives and take a listen to my interviews with the Backstreet Boys star Nick Carter on episode 356, as well as my interview with Boys to Men crooner Sean Stockman on episode 358. All right, and still to come this week on First Class Fatherhood tomorrow, former NFL head coach of the Cleveland Browns, Hugh Jackson, will be making a return to the podcast here to discuss his new program, Strangers to Changers. Hugh Jackson's foundation helps the victims of human trafficking, which is one of the fastest and largest growing criminal enterprises on earth. Don't miss out on that important and informative discussion dropping tomorrow. Friday, I'll be joined here by a dad who revolutionized the baby gear industry by founding the company Tactical Baby Gear. Steve Brody joins me on Friday. All right, so lock it in for that. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with NSYNC star Chris Kirkpatrick. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening... To first-class fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Mellon. Mellon has designed a hat in collaboration with Navy SEAL Jeff Nichols and the Lone Survivor Foundation. This united hat is designed to bring us together as a nation, as a global community, and as neighbors. It is designed to inspire hope in one another and to work together towards positive outcomes. This United Hat stands for getting things back on track and working together to get us there. United We Stand. The Lone Survivor Foundation will be donating $10 for every Mellon United Hat sold. The Lone Survivor Foundation provides a no-cost post-traumatic program to help U.S. service members, veterans, and their families recover from combat trauma. Visit Mellon or tap the link in today's show notes and rock your United Melon Hat today. United We Stand. Joining me now, first class father, Chris Patrick. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood.
1: Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. All right, let's start like
0: this. How many kids you got? How old are they?
1: I got one, and he'll be three in October.
0: Awesome. Did you guys find out uh, what you were having, or did you do like any kind of gender reveal?
1: Yeah, we did. We did a gender reveal. We had a friend of ours get the envelope from the doctor, and we did a gender reveal. And it was—it's funny because we watched the video from the reveal and. My wife's face is priceless because she swore we were having a little girl and I've got uh four sisters and eight nephews and no nieces so they were like, well, Chris is having the girl for sure and when we found out it was a boy, her face just dropped and it was priceless.
0: Wow, awesome. You guys going to try for the girl? Or you're all done.
1: Uh we're still trying. We had a hard time with him. You know, we've been married uh 7 years and you know, we've got a almost 3-year-old so we had, you know, a time with him and We're having a time with uh, with the second, but, you know, God willing, we'll have another one.
0: Yeah, very cool. Chris, if you could, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do.
1: Uh, All right, so I uh, started the band NSYNC and um, basically grew up uh, doing music, used to be a singer-songwriter, then moved into, you know, the whole boy band type thing and, and put together what I thought at the time was a vocal group, not knowing what boy band meant, but you know, I put together a vocal group. And uh, other than that, you know, that's taken up a lot of my life. And then after we took a little hiatus, full time dad.
0: Yeah, you've had an incredible career, Chris. sync, obviously one of the most well-known groups around the world. What, what was it like now for you? You became a dad a little bit later after all the success for you. So what um, how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life?
1: Well, I, that was, that was definitely intentional. You know, I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to go out and enjoy the road and enjoy having fun and, and being out there. And, and, you know, that's really hard to do as a dad. I mean, there's, there's a lot of great guys out there that can juggle that. You know, I really wanted to focus on, you know, if I was going to be a dad, I wanted to be around as much as possible. and, And at the time, it just wouldn't have been feasible. So, you know, I waited, and and now it's it's been it's definitely a, a, a godsend because you know I can sit here and my gigs are usually on the weekends or you know and, and now that everything's going on obviously by Skype or, or whatever or Zoom and you know it, it makes it so I can I can see I'm with my kid all the time I'm with him 24 seven I see the little baby steps he does you know uh, no pun intended but you know the exact every little detail I'm around for him. And, you know, it's cool because, you know, he's like my little best friend and something that I never thought in a million years would change my life like it did. You know, it went from, hey, let's go to this club tonight or this bar or this, that to, uh, hey, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese today or let's go, you know, here and just spending time with him, seeing the world through his eyes is was totally worth it.
0: Yeah, well said. That's awesome, Chris. And what are the uh, what would you say are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your son growing up?
1: Um, whew, there's there's so many, you know. I mean, I think um I think the cool thing is we're in a day and age now where a lot of the the social the social bias that we've had, you know, through life have have all changed and you know, he's going to grow up in a climate with the internet where he sees that we're all just human beings and he treats everybody the same. And, you know, I just, I think respect, you know, I want him to to respect, you know, his fellow, you know, person and um uh just be, just be a good kid. You know, I, I want to make, I want him to turn out like some, so somebody goes, man, he must have had a good, you know, mom and dad around cause he's just, you know, I guess I could probably respect. And that's probably, you know, covers all the other bases.
0: Yeah, good stuff. What What does your uh, bedtime routine look like with him? Are you a storybook teller there? Are you reading him books, or are you singing him songs from the old hit albums there? Yeah, yeah,
1: we do a little of both. We do a little of everything. Um, one thing that I really like to do to him is, um, um, I'll go in and when we put him down, we usually lay with him for a while because we we got him this uh, bed with bumpers on the side, so there's room for us. So we'll go in and lay him down, and we'll I'll ask him, you know, about his day and. And what his favorite parts of the day were. And um, my wife's getting him to start doing his prayers and everything. But uh, I like to put on just like random classical music or, or different kind of music that kind of soothes him. And But yet, for some reason, I'm thinking, okay, he's going to hear this music and remember it. And if he becomes a writer, he's going to you know pull on these young times of his life where this was, I remember this and this and this. But... You know, and then I wait. We just fall asleep together. Sometimes I end up sleeping in his room. Sometimes I make it back to my bed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know the feeling. I know the situation. Uh, what uh, what kind of advice, Chris, do you have for parents out there that have kids that are interested in pursuing a music career uh, as their profession?
1: Um, I think I think if you have kids pursuing the career, you know, first of all, don't forget your priorities. You know, and and it's a lot tougher. You know, once you become a parent and, you know, saying that from a standpoint from I already made my career and, and, you know, was successful in what I did to be able to have the kid, whereas, you know, reverse, you still have to remember that that kid's the priority. And and it's tough when you're starting a career because, you know, in in the days when we were starting, the career was my only priority. I had to live, sleep, drink, you know, the band and, and what we were doing and and. Now, it's I live, sleep, drink my kid and, you know, to, to flip those around, it's, it's going to be really tough. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of sleepless nights, but just don't forget where your main priority is.
0: Yeah, well said. And are you guys all, all from NSYNC in the band? Are you guys still close to this day where your kids know each other as maybe uncles and stuff like that? Are your kids all close and you guys like a big family? All right, dads, the barbershops are finally open, but I can tell you right now, there's hair in one place they're never going to cut, and that's right around the area that made you a father in the first place. And when it comes to such a delicate area, you need the right tool for the job. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that is waterproof with skin-safe technology designed to reduce nicks or tugs in those valuables in your short pants. Also, Manscaped just released their Shears 2.0 Luxury 4-Piece Nail Kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file so you can pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are going to save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping with my special promo code, FATHER. Visit manscaped.com and use the promo code FATHER and save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER, and you can shave that unwanted hair in your underwear today you guys all, all from in sync in the band are you guys still close to this day where your kids know each other as maybe uncles and stuff like that Are your kids all close and you guys like a big family
1: well only 3 of us have kids and uh Joey's got two daughters that are a lot older so they've they you know they've met and but they don't really hang out because you know they're their daughters but Justin's kid and my kid whenever they see each other they're they're really good to each other uh, Justin's kids a few years older but He's real patient with them, and you know it's kind of cool because you know we joke around all the time. Where one time Justin's kid had a toy and he was holding it up, my kid was trying to jump up and get it, and Justin looks over at me, he goes, "Hey, that's like me and you." And you know, like things are like it's cool to see the next generation of the band, you know, hanging out with each other. (laughs) How have you uh,
0: managed to keep them busy here during the uh, coronavirus? You guys been quarantined over there, sheltered in place. How did you kind of get them through all that?
1: Yeah, we've been we've been pretty quarantined. There's been, you know, my wife makes sure that we get him outside at least, you know, for, for a bit during the day and get him out of the house and, and try to find things. I mean, it's, it's really tough with a kid because, you know, we want to do a little bit of traveling or stuff like that, but we can't, you know, even fly right now because my wife and I could fly. But when you've got a little kid, you know, he wants to grab everything and put his hands in his mouth and and do all this stuff. So we have to be, you know, real careful about that, but we've made a couple road trips and, you know, still taking him, we taken him back home to see um, family and, and things like that and, and try to keep his mind off things. We bought him tons of puzzles. He's got toys, you know, we're always real um, interactive with him during the day and making sure that he's learning different things. I mean, like I said, he's not even three yet, but we've got all these different, you know computer games you know things that we're trying to teach him how to you know be an adult or be a be a kid before you know he needs to
0: yeah good stuff And I know you said he's not even really three yet so I know this is uh, what type of disciplinarian have you been so far you a spanker timeout guy how you kind of handling that with him
1: well you know I grew up you know we we grew up getting spanked and you know that was just the way it was but you know he's so little too that there are times when I look at him, I want to spank him, but I'm like, you know, I'm not going to spank him. But it's been it's been maybe four months now that that amazing invention called the timeout has finally hit home with him. And, you know, putting him in a place and, and, and not letting him move, and, and that's that's been punishment enough. In fact, we were on a road trip the other day, and he was in his car seat, and he was acting up and kept throwing stuff. And I looked back at him, and I said, if you don't knock it off, I'm going to put you in timeout. And as soon as I said it, I'm thinking to myself, he's strapped in a car seat you know, <laughs> driving down the road. I don't know what timeout would be, but the time the thought of timeout scares him enough where it was like, OK, OK, sorry, sorry, I'll stop.
0: Yeah, you hope you hope that the threat is enough sometimes that you don't got to follow through because then you yeah, like, exactly. how am I going to do this? Yeah, exactly. And have you got to because I know I have four kids myself and I know what my first one, one of those moments for me was uh, being able to leave him with somebody and so my wife and I could go out for a first date. Well, at what point did you finally get to, or did you get to that already where you felt comfortable enough leaving him where you and your wife could go out uh, for a date night?
1: Oh yeah. We've had, I mean, we've got some great uh, sitters, you know, they're usually friends, you know, really close friends that are really good with kids. Um, I think the very first time was probably with one of our, our, or probably her mom or, you know, sisters. I have one of my sisters is amazing with him and We've traveled before and flown her in to stay with him for a couple of days. And, you know, we come back and he's got all these new crafts he's done and and all this really cool stuff. So, you know, we've got we've got there's a couple that we really trust. And, you know, it's a matter of us going out and juggling which one of the few sitters are going to watch him. But he's he's really good with them all.
0: OK, very cool. And obviously you've had a tremendous career, a lot of success in your life. What kind of plans do you have here for yourself right now? What kind of goals do you have in the future?
1: Well, it's it's really tough in in the business right now for us, but you know, I'm getting back into doing some some more writing again and you know, I still do a lot of performing and you know, little one-off shows here and there or, or whatever and just you know, I I think really just enjoying life and enjoying having a family and and being in the position where I can do these weekend gigs and and it'll get us by and I don't we don't have to worry about where the next meal's coming from or if rent's paid or, you know, things like that. So it's been it's been really a blessing to me to, to have the career and now use have the family time.
0: Awesome. And, and last thing I want to hit you with here, Chris, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. Wh- what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening?
1: Uh, patience. You know, it's patience. It's 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 the old cliche, what everybody says, and I was told a million times before I had a kid, you know, you're not prepared. So, you know, I think if you're about to have a kid, the best way to be prepared is to know that you're not prepared and, and being okay with that and understanding that, you know, you can you can try all you want to be, to have everything in order and think it's going to be exactly this way. But, you know, the minute that kid comes into the world, there's things that in a million years you couldn't write down or, or put in words to somebody and say, this is what's going to happen or this is what's going to happen. And and just be patient with the process. And you know, as the kid grows, enjoy seeing life again through a brand new pair of eyes.
0: Yeah, very well said. I love the message. There's been an honor for me. I got to say, Chris Kirkpatrick, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood.
1: Thanks, Alec. Appreciate it.
0: to wrap things up here on first class fatherhood i got to give a special thank you once again to chris kirkpatrick for giving me a few minutes of his time here that was so cool please hit me up on twitter guys or drop me that dm on instagram let me know what you thought about today's episode i always love to read your feedback lock it in still more to come this week on first class fatherhood tomorrow former head coach of the cleveland browns hugh jackson stops by and then friday we're going to finish it off with beave brody the founder of tactical baby gear Okay, and if you did enjoy today's episode or want to listen to other boy band dads, check out my interviews in the archives with Sean Stockman of Boys to Men and Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lays. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.